Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And wow, we, if we haven't just hit 100k, I'll talk more about that at the end, but let's crack on with today's first story. And before we do get into today's first story, there is just a warning of transphobia within the story. So if you want to skip it, please feel free to do so. Timestamps are down in the description and along the timeline below. And it's from Sweet Vixen 1996 who says, am I the asshole for advising my friend against coming out? I know the title sounds bad, but hear me out. Also, I apologize for using any incorrect terminology related to the topic. Okay, so I, 23 female, have a friend, Sam, same age, who is a female to male transgender individual. However, I am one of very few people who know this and generally still presents as a female. This is because his family, mum, dad, grandfather, are all quite frankly horrible homophobics. Seriously, I've been to their house three times since Sam and I met in middle school. And each time, one of them has launched into some sort of hateful rant completely unprompted. Now, here's where it gets complicated. Horrible as he might be, Sam's grandfather is very wealthy. And Sam is set to inherit 2.5 million when he dies, which will probably be soon due to the man's rather serious health conditions. Sam has seen the will and knows this for a fact, but he also knows he'll be disowned if he came out as transgender to his family. Because of this, Sam has stayed in the closet and continues to present as female. Though he took to cutting his hair shorter and dressing more androgynously in college for the sake of staying in good standing with his grandfather. Sam has always been very open about his plan to fully come out and deal with the consequences after he had the money. But today, at 5.30 in the morning, Sam called and woke me up to tell me that he was considering coming out to his family soon and that he thought it was dishonest to continue with a lie for money but asked my advice. I was shocked but honestly told him I thought it was a bad idea. I explained that the 2.5 million would allow Sam to finally live his dream, pay off student debts, get a sex change surgery, maybe a house etc. Then I pointed out that Sam would almost certainly be thrown out of the house for doing so. He still lives with his parents for some complicated reasons and he wouldn't be able to stay with me if that happened because on top of living in a one-bedroom apartment, I babysit my six-year-old immunocompromised younger brother twice a week and I cannot risk cross-contamination from Sam who is an essential worker. I also wasn't shy about making my opinion that his family wasn't worthy of honesty extremely clear. Anyway, after I was done explaining all of this, Sam just burst into tears and before hanging up, I was confused but it was only 5.45 so I just rolled over and went back to bed. Later in the morning, I woke up to a bunch of texts from Sam saying that I was a bad friend, a horrible person and claiming I'm homophobic slash transphobic. 
Now, I could not give a damn about a person's sexual orientation or gender identity if you paid me. I'm simply a deeply pragmatic person and Sam knows this so it really hurt to read these text messages. I didn't respond at first and decided to talk this over with my mother who is aware of Sam's situation. Anyway, am I the asshole? And there was a bit of a mix in comments on this one so Dan Kamel says not the asshole. Your advice while unpleasant was sound. It's not even about the inheritance. It's that he is living with horrible transphobic parents who would disown him if he came out. It's hard to know whether it'd be safe if he did come out or whether he'd be homeless or whatnot. He needs to get a place where he can safely support himself before he comes out. Or sit down with a friend and calmly explain what you said here and maybe recommend that he find a therapist that he can bounce things off of and that you'll help him in any way you feasibly can. I am a cis straight male. I have no idea how hard your friend actually has it, but I can sympathize. Mick T96 says, no one's an asshole here. The situation is incredibly nuanced and I can understand why Sam reacted the way he did. Yet his life will only get harder if he opens up to his nightmarish parents. Give a little time, he'll reap the benefits of his patience. His parents will be a non-issue. They call me Midnight says, no one's an asshole here. Some people aren't worth fighting. Besides, Sam asked for your advice. If he wasn't ready to hear about it, he shouldn't have asked. He's probably in a very stressful situation that he wants to get out of and you probably gave him a piece of reality that he wasn't ready to face is all. Try to talk to him. After all, you meant no harm. OP replies saying, I did tell him that. At the very least, he should get a new place to live before doing so. He also got upset when I said he couldn't live with. I think that was the assumption and normally I'd be happy to let him crash on my couch, but given everything going on in the world, it just isn't doable. And why am I so awesome says not the asshole. That was sound advice for a pretty life-changing amount of money. It is hard for someone who has been raised around money to cope with nothing and going through that unnecessarily alongside trying to go through a transition is adding massive unnecessary stress. I would suggest Sam seek some kind of legal counsel though. There's a strong possibility of family members fighting the inheritance if he discloses to his family close to the date of his grandfather's passing. OP replied saying that is one of my biggest worries. Sam always had plenty of money to throw around and quite frankly doesn't know the value of a dollar. My family on the other hand never had any money and worked three jobs in high school to help my parents keep the lights on so I know how difficult poverty can be. I don't want him to deal with that especially with the other concerns. OP then updates the post saying, Okay, so I want to thank everyone on my original post for their different perspectives and that everyone was able to be calm and respectful. I'll be the first to admit that while I have my own issues, I obviously cannot fully relate to Sam's struggles and I probably could have been nicer about my concerns. In my own defense, he did wake me up at 5.30, so I was pretty dazed and grouchy. I also wanted to elaborate on the money situation and why Sam and I probably view that 2.5 million very differently. Sam and I come from very different financial backgrounds. I came from a poor, blended household of six children and was the second eldest child. We never starved. My extended family, we were all very close, but luxuries were hard to come by. And there were times my twin brother and I were both working multiple part-time jobs to keep the lights on or to replace the water heater when it broke for the second time. I was only able to attend the same private schools as Sam because of merit-based scholarships. I 
and my family as a whole, I'm in a much better position now money-wise as I work two well, well-paying jobs, one of which is footing the bill for me to get my doctorate degree. But I still have a lot of money-related anxiety. Sam, however, has always been rich, and while his family are all, is it pricks, dicks, something like that, they never hesitated to spoil him financially. I used to call him a Visa kid, which is like a latchkey kid, but with his father's Visa card, which he was free to use on whatever he wanted. Sam never bragged about having vastly more money than I, but there were definitely times when he was accidentally insensitive about it. He once commented about how run down my house was after seeing where my stepdad had patched up some leaky pipes with neon orange duct tape, for example. Despite this, Sam usually had dinner at my house. My mom is a great cook, about twice a week. Oblivious that my parents budgeted for each meal very carefully, and him being there was honestly an inconvenience. They both felt bad for him though, and never said anything. Currently, Sam has a well-paying job at a hospital lab tech, but has no real savings and is, in general, terrible with money. He has no idea how to budget because his family has always paid for everything. And the only reason he had student loans is because they refused to pay for some study abroad Sam wanted to do. When I said he still lives at home, what I actually meant is that he lives in his parents' guest house, completely rent-free. They even buys groceries for him, so the money he makes from his job is basically spent on video games, clothes, collectibles, etc. My point is that Sam could definitely afford to live on his own, slash be financially independent if he wanted to, but I'm genuinely concerned how it'd take the downgrading it would require. Anyway, on to the update. I went home today for our standard Sunday meal and talked things over with my mum. She says that it sounds like Sam had already decided to come out and was looking for support and validation instead of advice, but didn't want to outright ask for it. Mum also says that while she agrees with me, she thinks I could have been gentler and that I should apologize for the sake of the friendship. I, however, was conflicted. I don't believe in false apologies because they are demeaning to everyone involved. I also don't like that Sam went fishing for validation and support instead of just asking for it because I think that is manipulative. As I said before, I'm a very pragmatic individual and think it would be foolish to give up so much money when you are so close to getting it. Still, I also know how it has been for Sam to keep such a big part of himself a secret for so long so I thought about all the comments left on my original post and what my mum said and eventually decided to send Sam an email saying, 1. I stand by what I said early and think the advice I gave was solid, even if it wasn't what he wanted to hear. Two, but I was sorry if what I said hurt him and that hadn't been my intention at all. Three, that I would, of course, stand by and support Sam if he made the choice to come out as it was his choice. Four, but I also thought he should make sure he was both physically, emotionally and financially stable before doing so. Five, I sent him the information for the mental health clinic I go to, which is offering three free Skype sessions with a counselor to help people cope with quarantine and suggested Sam talk things over with one. Six, I also suggested he get his important personal documents together, SSC, birth certificate, passport, etc. together and put them in a secret safe place, even offered to hold on to them. Seven, finally, I said he should make sure he has somewhere to live before coming out. I found a couple of cheap, like $500 a month places on Craigslist for rent and put the links in. I even promised to pay for the first month's rent if necessary. Then I sent the email on out and went to help cook dinner. 
About an hour later, Sam called, but my hands were covered in flour and eggs, so I asked Sis, 16 female, to answer my phone and put it on speaker, believing falsely we're about to have a calm adult situation. Sam blew up. For about 30 minutes, Sam just yelled about how, one, there were more accusations of being homophobic slash transphobic. Two, accused me of calling him crazy. Three, called me a robot. This one hurt the most, silly as it sounds, because I am on the autism spectrum and have a hard time with understanding slash expression emotions in general, which I'm very sensitive about. Four, said he'd never move into any of the apartments I suggested because they were trashy and wondered why he couldn't just stay with me. I tried to explain about my little brother again, only to be told, and I quote, Why are you so worried about that rat? He isn't your kid. Just forget about him right now. Then Sam hung up again, and it was Sis's turn to blow. Sis is a bisexual and has never really liked Sam, though I never knew why until now. Sis was angry that Sam would say those things when I and our family have done nothing but support him. She said that throughout our years of friendship, there's always been me supporting Sam and never the other way around, despite having my own issues. I tried to argue, but Sis reminded me that after I had extensive eye surgery in high school to hopefully prevent me from going blind before 30, Sam couldn't be bothered to drop off my schoolwork or drive me to a checkup when no one else was available. She compared that to when I have to leave an important work dinner to pick up a drunk Sam from a gay bar or when Sam got angry when I decided my older brother's wedding was more important than going to an LGBT plus event on our college campus with him. Honestly, Sis has given me a lot to think about. Sam is an important friend to me. I obviously want the best for him and I'm hoping this is all just stress from the current global situation boiling over or something. Her sis is right in that Sam has spent years expecting to be my number one priority and using me as an emotional crutch. I am going to give things a few days to see how they turn out. Any thoughts would be greatly appreciated. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And the next update in this story came from another Am I the Arsehole question, which said, Am I the Arsehole for telling a former friend that he was particularly responsible for his own bad life situation? And I didn't feel bad for him. A few years ago, I, 25 female, posted a story about my former friend, Sam, female to male, 25. Sam had the misfortune to be born into an incredibly bigoted but rich, and Sam stood to inherit a lot of money from his grandfather. Understandably, both of these things factored into Sam's decision not to come out to his family, at least not until his grandpa died and he got his inheritance. 
That was until two years ago when he called me very early in the morning to say he'd been thinking about coming out to his parents and ask what I thought. I told him that it was a bad idea due to a combination of him definitely getting ridden out of the will, getting kicked out of his parents' house, and getting cut off altogether. Money, healthcare, etc. Not having any savings and not having another place to stay. Well, Sam didn't like that. He accused me of being transphobic and a bad friend, amongst other things. A few more blow-ups later, which, along with my little sister, helped me realize that my friendship with Sam was unhealthily one-sided. It led me to making the difficult decision to cut Sam out of my life. I sent him one final email saying, I was sorry about the fight, that I wished him well in whatever he chose to do, but that I also felt neither of us was getting much good out of our relationship. Then I blocked him and forced myself to push Sam out of my mind. It was hard. I was worried about Sam a lot, but was able to move on with my life. I spent these last two years working on myself and it paid off. I climbed the ladder closer to my dream job. I'm in the best shape of my life and most importantly, met my wonderful fiance. Eventually, I managed to mostly forget about Sam. That brings us to yesterday. I was running errands when I stopped for coffee. When I was waiting for my drink, I heard someone call my name. It was Sam, and he looked rough. To the point I didn't even recognize him at first. Anyway, Sam decided to join me. I awkwardly asked him how it had been, and Sam launched into this long rant about how hard his life became after he came out to his parents. He got kicked out and cut off by his family, and since he didn't have enough savings to rent anywhere, Sam ended up having to go couch surf for the past two years losing a lot of friends when they got tired of him. Sam apparently got so depressed about everything that he stopped going to work and was finally fired about six months ago, when he was finally done. I honestly told Sam that I was sorry for everything he went through. He asked me if that was it, and another blow-up happened. Sam accused me of abandoning him when he needed my help. I said I did offer him help back then, but it just wasn't the help that Sam liked. Then I told Sam that everything that happened to him was something I warned about and that I didn't feel much sympathy for him because of that. He knew the risks, still came out, so he couldn't gripe about the consequences. I left after that and everyone who knows what happened is split on my response. So, am I the arsehole? And because it's another Am I the Arsehole post, I'll cover a couple of the comments just to give you a gist of what was going on in there as well. So, Relevant Economy says not the arsehole. You didn't cause any of that to happen to Sam. He asked your opinion and you provided it. He blew up. Then he seems to have cornered you looking for an apology from you and once again blew up when you didn't again provide his desired response. Ashley Wells says not the asshole. Just because someone treats you badly doesn't give you the right to treat others the same way. If he wants to blame someone for his bad luck, then he should be blaming his family. You told him what you could see going wrong. He didn't like it and now he is mad at you because you were right. Sounds like you did the right thing cutting him off. You didn't approach him. He approached you and started the problems. But my poncho says everyone sucks here. He's the asshole for blaming you for what happened to him and joining you to start a fight about this years later. You're the asshole for dismissing the bigotry he's faced. Just because it was expected that he'd face it doesn't mean he can't gripe about it. You also seem to only focus on the material downside of coming out without ever considering the downside of staying in the closet. Namely, that it's awful for his mental health. Working too hard still says everyone sucks here. There was no need to play the I told you so card and say you didn't feel sorry for him. That demonstrates zero empathy and was just plain cruel. 
He'd been dealt a shit hand in life, and regardless of the foreseeability of his crappy family's reaction, that has no reason not to empathize or judge him for deciding that coming out was too important for him not to do. You don't have to have an ongoing personal relationship with someone to be kind to them in a coffee shop. He was the arsehole in the way he accosted you. And Alba says, not the arsehole. You gave him good advice on how to compromise for a shit situation. He chose to go off on you. Take a principled stand that he knew he would suffer for and failed to prepare for the inevitable consequences he should have foreseen himself and was moreover explicitly warned of. He could have waited a few more weeks, pocketed a fortune and given the bigots the finger the day after the check cleared. Sam is a hit-headed fool who blames others for the hole he dug. Anyone saying you're the arsehole needs to step up and offer Sam free accommodation. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And before you go, I just want to take you for a little wholesome story of my own, if you have a spare moment, of course. I think it's a wholesome story anyway, and it just reminded me, I was thinking about the channel just hitting 100k, which I'm incredibly thankful for. And I was thinking about sort of, and you know, this sounds cheesy as shit, but <laughs> the journey of like the last three to four years, me, my family have been through, and you guys as well, because many of you have been here from the start, the old daddy cringe days. <laughs> and of course, you guys know about what happened about people just passing away all over the bloody place the last couple of years and my mom and dad and a couple of other family members as well and it brought me back to a story when i was younger when i was younger me and my friends it's gonna sound really weird actually <laughs> we read the odyssey book when we were younger in school and we got into real greek mythology and romans after that as well i know two different things here going on but it got us into the battles and the sword fights and stuff like that and we used to talk about it all the time we used to sit on the front of my garden at the gate out there and we always used to talk about it in a little group about the different things going on in in greek mythology minotaur and medusa and all that kind of stuff it's like massive fantasy land and we used to role play role play we actually used to hit each other because <laughs> i was a right cheeky little bastard when i was younger and i used to be like the and was, i'm not trying to be bragging i used to be like the little ringleader and i used to come up with the games and make the scenarios out like i would make the bad guys i would act out as the bad guys and they was all the good guys and i had to kill them and they get loot when they killed me and stuff like that you know how it is and we used to go to different areas to act out these different bosses and stuff and they'd fight the different bosses there was a hill and i could throw you down into the sea and poseidon to get you or something <laughs> and there was the big park the little park and just various different areas where we'd go and do this sort of thing but whilst we was on the gate and we was talking about all this i didn't know my father must have been listening in on this so off we went and we was off doing our own thing around the area messing around and eventually a bit later on a couple of hours or so we came back probably longer than a couple of hours to be fair because of the time it must have taken but we came back and in the front garden laying in the garden were five swords made i mean they weren't amazing swords <laughs> but they looked amazing to us you know they had a hilt and all that sort of stuff wrapped with electrical tape my dad was in the kitchen cooking something so he could see out into the garden he just looked across Is that right boys and we was like hell yeah i mean putting these swords into our hands probably wasn't the smartest idea i got to say because we ended up with a lot of <laughs> like bruises on our hands and stuff and we kept those swords for a couple of years in good condition as well and i was laying in bed this morning when i thought of this story and it was just tears of happiness were coming out 
And I'm not sure if you class that as a wholesome story or what, but it's one that was very, very close to my heart, especially when I thought of it this morning. It's like, wow. And whilst laying there as well, I was just thinking about you guys and the way you supported the channel and supported me and the stories too over the past three years. And it's just been absolutely crazy. I would never, ever have thought I'd be doing this this long I never know how long it's going to last. You know, I take each day as it comes. That's the only way you can work with YouTube, to be quite honest. But I'm absolutely doing something that I really, really love and enjoy. And I hope it continues for some time. So I'm just incredibly grateful. Thank you so much to each and every one of you. I do hope to do something a bit more special than just say thank you at the end of the video some point soon. May do some sort of Q&A sleeve reveal type thing that you guys wanted to see and hopefully get that plaque from YouTube. And when that does happen, <laughs> then it feels super real. I might just do a live stream and open it with you guys as well, because this just wasn't created by me. This was created by you guys. You guys keep me here. You guys, it sounds like you keep me prisoner. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. What I mean is without the love and support and the community that you guys bring, the waffle gang, then why would I be here, you know? So thank you from me as well. This is also for you. And hopefully I'll see you soon. Much love, guys. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my face. Throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know that's a dip. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.